Tonight, back in handcuffs, the FBI informant who was indicted for lying about the Biden family is in federal custody again after a judge ordered his release on Tuesday. Now, the Justice Department branded Alexander Smirnov a flight risk and got a different judge to sign off on a new warrant. Smirnov finds himself at the center of a firestorm, legal and political. The government alleges that Smirnov had routine contacts with Russian intelligence. And then he passed off stories told to him by those agents, including lies about the president and the president's son. Joining me now is Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates. He serves on the House Judiciary Committee. Congressman Gates, uh, your colleague Ken Buck was on CNN. He suggested last night that people close to the investigation in the Congress uh, would have known that Smirnov had credibility issues. Listen to what he said. We were warned at the time that we received the uh, document uh, outlining this witness's testimony. We were warned that uh, the credibility of this statement was was not known. And yet uh, people, uh, my colleagues, went out and, and talked to the public about how this was credible and how it was damning and how uh, it, it proved President Biden's, uh, at the time Vice President Biden's, uh, complicity in receiving bribes. Is that true? I personally debriefed the whistleblower who initially identified this 1023 alleging a bribe with the Biden family. And that whistleblower told us at the time that he did not know whether or not that bribe had actually been consummated, but merely the existence of a 1023 that the FBI wasn't providing to Congress uh, warranted further review. Now, when we initially asked for this 1023, we were told by the Department of Justice, it's got all these national security implications. We have to protect this confidential human source. So now what we have to decipher is which arm of the Department of Justice was telling us the truth. Because in these indictments that you see from Weiss, there are all these allegations that Smirnoff could not have possibly observed these instances of bribery because he wasn't in the countries stated. But when we, uh, when we were debriefing the U.S. attorney from Pittsburgh, uh, we got a very different version of events. Uh, Scott Brady told us that they could verify those travel records. So we got to figure out so which just, part of the DOJ was telling the truth and clear, which wasn't. What Ken Buck is saying was that Congress, people in Congress were warned that this confidential source, uh, what he was providing could not be verified. Is that part something that you were ever told? That what, what Directly. He had to say? And so given that, uh, should that not have produced some more caution on the part of your colleagues, James Comer, uh, Jim Jordan, as they talked about the value of this, the information that this source had provided? I think what they talked about was the extent to which DOJ was entangled with this particular source, the number of cases he'd been involved in, the number of successful prosecutions they, I mean, they based this, off that information. They called this, I, I want to play for you what they sure. said, but they called it basically a linchpin of the investigation. Listen. The most corroborating evidence we have is that 1023 form from this highly credible confidential human source. Every day, this bribery scandal becomes more credible. We already know the president took bribes from Burisma. I also want to add, betraying your country is treason. This, ladies and gentlemen, is gold. This is direct evidence of naked corruption and bribery. The evidence is overwhelming, Maria, the, you know, the nails in the coffin. 
Was that irresponsible? A, a few of those characterizations might have been a, a little few? a little oversauced, but I, I do think that that the the but, bribery I mean, can also go to a family member, right? But the reason is, I think I it's still bribery, though, this. Abby, I, look, is because if you want to bribe a 75-year-old man, you pay their kids. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You just acknowledged there's actually no evidence of bribery when it comes to what this confidential source had you, to... I did not acknowledge that. You, you, you acknowledge that there's no there's no proof. There, there's there's reports of, of bribery, but there's actually no proof of bribery well, I, actually being I consummated. Think, I think that when you that pay you, someone's family member in order to influence their decision, that that is a bribe. Now, I recognize that that's probably not a view of bribery that's going to lead to an impeachment in the House, but yeah, like, how do you think you bribe old people? You pay their kids well, and their family look, members. I mean, you can, in your mind, think about it however you want, but, but from a... Yeah, from a constitutional and even from a legal perspective, that's you. Well, I don't think so. I think you, you should read the Foreign Corrupt Practices Look, Act again. I just again. want to ask you, though, you, you know about that in the this... in the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, payment to a family member can constitute a bribe. Here's what here's what you said, Congressman. This was in October at a private fundraiser. You said, "I don't believe that we are endeavoring upon a legitimate impeachment of Joe Biden. They're trying to engage in a forever war of impeachment." And like so many of our forever wars, it will drag on forever and end in a bloody draw. It, it honestly, it seems like maybe you were right the first time. When you've heard me speak about issues important to me, uh, I haven't led with impeachment. I talk about the budget and single subject spending bills and term yeah. limits and so should things they, like should that. Your colleagues, uh, given that, according to Jim Jordan, this was the most corroborating piece of evidence that they had. Should they drop this impeachment well, at this well, point? I disagree with Jordan that this is what's most corroborating. I think what's most corroborating are the payments to Hunter Biden and Frank Biden and James Biden. Like, I was deposing James Biden, and the way that they took money from the Chinese government would make your skin crawl. Now, that's admittedly James Biden, not Joe Biden, but I do believe when these foreign governments are loading up the entire Biden family apparatus with cash, they're not doing so to, to extract some sort of skill or service from these ne'er-do-well Bidens. They're doing it to influence Joe Biden. Everything that you've described is an inference. It's basically saying, well, it must be, but there's actually no... You haven't actually given well, any proof of what you're well, alleging. Okay, but, so Abby, why absence, do you think Burisma was paying Hunter Biden? Absence, you think they were paying him to figure out where to go buy crack in L.A.? In the absence I mean, they were paying him because he had proof, access to jail. In the absence of actual proof, but that just is as proof. you said earlier, is this impeachment inquiry even going anywhere if you cannot provide enough evidence... Jonathan Turley, a conservative lawyer, he was brought before the committee to testify about this. He said... There's not enough evidence to support articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. Yeah, when Jonathan Turley said that, we should have asked Jamal Bowman to pull a fire alarm. It was a devastating moment for House Republicans. But uh, I think the impeachment inquiry will, will have to rely on deciphering whether or not it was Weiss or Brady accurately assessing the travel of Smirnoff. you think that's what the that's what the impeachment inquiry ought to be well, about or think shouldn't about it, it think be about, it, about whether or not you actually have proof of bribery? Well, well let's assume that Brady's right that Smirnoff indeed was in these places making these observations and I'm not saying he is I'm saying it's a contradiction in that event you could literally have a situation where Smirnoff is being arrested to facilitate the cover up now again I think that requires us reviewing the travel records and getting more transparency out of the Department of Justice, more than they've been willing to give us to date. So, before I let you go, Congressman, I, I want to just ask you about some news this week. It's pretty big news in the world of women's health. Alabama Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are considered to be children. Do you think that they got that ruling right? 
Well, I think the court correctly assessed the law, but I believe the Alabama law needs to change because the Republican Party cannot be the party against family formation. And when we're at the point where we're confusing like families like those you just had on with abortionists, like something is totally wrong. The people who want to have a family should have the government and the law on their side. And the notion that discarded embryos in, in IVF somehow turn these people who want children and want families and want the American dream into criminals is, is really wrong. So for those in the Republican Party and the uh, pro-life pro movement, as they describe themselves, who say that this is necessarily the next frontier, they're wrong. Pro-life means being pro-IVF. And I've worked side by side with progressive Democrats like Sarah Jacobs to make sure that our military members can have access to IVF in the event of deployment or other challenges to family formation. So you're always going to find me on the side of family formation, not against family formation. I believe the Alabama legislature ought to amend their law so that IVF can occur safely in, in the Yellowhammer state. All right, Congressman Matt Gates, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate you being Thanks, here Abby. tonight.